I'm Aaron Schlein, and I'm here to help you turn your love of travel into a thriving business and a dream life. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Yeah, ho, my friend, Aaron Schlein here, and you have landed on episode number 24 of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. My friend, podcasting plays a huge part in my dream life, and it can do the same for you. Unleash the power of your voice and start your podcasting journey today. Head over to DramaticPodcasting.com. You can read my story and enroll in my free podcasting mini course to help you start your podcasting journey the right way. That's DramaticPodcasting.com. Notes for this episode are available at DramaticTravels.com slash E24. We're following up with a past guest today on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Megan Vick was the very first guest on this podcast, episode number one. You can find Megan at ThreeStarTraveler.com. We're going to catch up with her today. Megan, how's it going? It's great, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me back. Certainly my pleasure. So let's just dive right in. We just, the last time we spoke was in the weeks leading up to TravelCon. You were you had some questions you wanted answered and some clarity you were looking for with your blog, Three Star Traveler. This, let's just start, let's dive into to TravelCon, just kind of your overall experience, and then we'll dive into some of the specifics. So just tell me about those three days for you. Absolutely. So the three days were first and foremost, probably really overwhelming. I'm naturally introverted. So being in a room full of tons of other people uh, already is just out of my comfort zone. I typically travel a lot for my day job and I have a really strong sense of purpose. I know exactly what I'm there to do. And because this was for myself, I wanted to soak up as much as I possibly could. And with that mindset, I, I just, I felt so incredibly overwhelmed. That's the best word to describe it. There was, there were so many sessions to choose from throughout the three days. There were so many amazing speakers, both in the breakout sessions and the keynotes. It was just, it was so much. I was really grateful that Matt, Nomadic Matt, who put the conference on, offered the virtual ticket as another kind of upsell for the conference, because I have been going through the sessions that I missed like crazy, just trying to, again, soak up everything I possibly can and learn from the best. Well, tell me about that difference. The difference between going to something purely for yourself to to better yourself and your business, as opposed to traveling, say for business where you kind of have an agenda, you're, you're sort of moving along someone else's agenda. What was that, that mindset going in where like, this is just for me. I think it's the mentality of when you have your own website, when you're the founder of something, you're the chief everything officer, right? Like you're in charge of SEO, you're in charge of marketing, you're in charge of writing the content and doing the video and editing the photos and all the things. So going into it, you, I feel like you have a focus on yourself, but you also have a, like a very ADD focus because you want to learn all these different facets for which you're responsible so going into it when you are an empo- when you are employed by another company you can say this is my role this is what i can focus on and i can ignore the other stuff it's you can't ignore stuff when you are the one and only person on your on your blog very well said and i think that's a it's a mindset shift that everyone has to go through especially as a 
as a personal brand entrepreneur, which is essentially what we are all are at our core. We're in the travel space, but there's that entrepreneurial drive that's in all of us to, and we have to learn to better ourselves. And like you said, learn all the things. So tell me about <laughs> going in to, to travel con. What were some of those, those things, those boxes you, you just absolutely had to check? Some of the boxes I, I had to check, I, I remember speaking with you about people that I wanted to meet and I got to meet everyone I mentioned uh, and then some. I got to meet Onika Raymond, who gave an amazing keynote at the conference. I got to meet Matt, who put the conference on, who I've been following for a long time. I had a wonderful conversation conversation with Kirsten Rich at the Blonde Abroad. Her morning keynote, I think on day two, was really insightful. She really talked about what it's like to actually run a six-figure business. So that was fantastic. And then she and I connected later that evening. And you and Kirsten actually... You guys connected in advance of the conference because of yes, this podcast. You talk about because that? Because of this podcast, absolutely. So I mentioned during our last interview that I wanted to meet her. You so graciously reached out to her and said, hey, here's Megan. She mentioned she wants to meet you. And then Kirsten contacted me through my website, which means she went onto my website. I had to poke around, find the, you know, the contact form. And then she reached out to me and said very kind things. And I completely fangirled. <laughs> and just absolutely lost it. I screenshotted everything and I showed my family and I was like, look, she's a big deal. And she's talking to me completely fangirled. It was com- totally unprofessional, but I loved it. All thanks to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, that's very kind. I'm ha- certainly happy to do it. Tell me about that family reaction when, cause I, I, I can, you painted a picture for me in my head when I'm trying to explain to friends or family that so-and-so is a big deal. Pat Flynn is a good example. <laughs> I had a, a picture that was on the TravelCon website of me talking to Pat Flynn. It's a video actually. And mm-hmm. I showed it to some friends and they're like, yeah, big deal. And I was like, no, seriously, that guy's, he's kind of a big deal, but they're like, yeah, whatever. And yeah, the same thing happened to me. I told my husband, I told my mom, and my mom, of course, did the mom thing. And she goes, that's so great, sweetie. Who is she again? <laughs> and, you know, like, okay, thanks, mom. I appreciate the the warm fuzzies. And then I told my husband, and he has he has heard me speak about her, and he remembered. So he was very excited for me. But again, like, outside of that travel space, it's it's hard to convey that this is essentially like meeting, you know, Robert Downey Jr. to me. <laughs> Like well, it's just as exciting as meeting someone like that. Well, that's, it's crazy. And it's, it's true that that in that universe and for those three days in Austin, we were fully immersed in this universe, the rest of the world in a way just didn't exist for those three days. And it was, it was just super cool to, 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 to connect and rub shoulders with so many interesting people at all levels, not just the, the high level, you know, quote unquote celebrities, but just there's so many incredible people there. And that was one of the, one of the things you were targeting going into TravelCon was just surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And it sounds clearly like you got that just, but describe it for me. Tell me what you were feeling as you were, you're making your way through TravelCon and meeting all these people. Yeah, so it just reaffirmed my my sense of self that I'm following the path that's right for me. And I think that's really important to do things that reaffirm that for people. Um, day one certainly was overwhelming and I definitely had my doubts and it was, you know, I'm here by myself. I didn't even travel with I didn't even travel with my husband or any of my friends or family. Like I was totally alone, totally by myself. I had no network. Um, luckily I actually met someone, just had a phone conversation who's from my area of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, again, thanks to you because you introduced us. You said, Hey, you guys are like in the same County. You should probably talk to each other. Um, but she and I didn't really get to connect until day two. So day one, you're just walking around and it's completely overwhelming. It's inspiring, but at the same time, just 
reaffirming that you're on the right path. And the more you talk to people and the more you get out of your comfort zone, you realize there are tons of other people who have felt like you feel now or are going through the same things. Or if they have felt it, they've, you know, they can tell a great story on how to get to that next step and, and really share their experiences. So there's a lot of unofficial mentoring going on at TravelCon, which was, I didn't expect, but was probably the best takeaway that I got from the conference. Can you, can you point to a specific example, whether you were either the mentor or the mentee It was a situation where there was just a, a, just a value exchange because you were in the same room at the same event with like-minded people? Absolutely. So I learned a lot from the couple who has a website called Boozing Abroad. They're actually just up the road from me in Richmond, Virginia. But we just shared a lot of the, a similar story on working full-time, um, traveling together as a couple. I travel with my husband a lot, what that means, how it's suddenly significantly more expensive when you add a second human being to your travel plans. Like Then everything doubles. So, um, just talking through all those hurdles and how to overcome them and just the roadblocks and, and obstacles that you can face when you're looking at website hosting and who do you choose and all those, all those little things that happen when you start a website and then, okay, so I've gotten past that beginner phase. What's next? How do I scale up? How do I monetize? How do I do all those things? And just hearing different stories from folks, um, really figuring all that out was or not figuring it out. I have no solutions right now, but just hearing the different options available has been really valuable coming out of TravelCon. And, and then I had the opportunity to help someone else who was, an, who is an Instagram influencer. I'm not super big on Instagram, but her biggest question in one of the meetups on that we had was how do I make these, all these people who follow me into money-making like opportunities. I have all these ideas. I can do all these things, but how do I do it? And I, you know, we were just hanging out at the bar one night and I just said, girl, you got to get an email list. What's your email list look like? And she didn't have one. I said, that's where you start. You take all those thousands of people who follow you and you start collecting their emails and giving them a little incentive or something. That's just one tactic, but get them a little something to sign up for your email list. Then you have a core group of devoted followers who you have control over. And that way, if Instagram just decides to move its entire platform to Facebook and just become one entity, you're not out. Why so do you I think, think this, I was able to... Why do you think this particular <laughs> individual... There, there's a lot of ways I can go with that. It's, it's an interesting story. But why do you think this individual <laughs> didn't already understand that? Where, where, was, it, where was the disconnect? Um, I think the disconnect was that she's just really young and somehow, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how she got the number of followers she, she got. I don't know if they were purchased or genuinely earned and no judgment either way. That's a different conversation for a different day. Um, but she had, you know, 45,000 followers or something crazy like that. And I, she, I think she's just really young and, and surprised by what she's gotten on Instagram. And now she's seen the, the possibilities and doesn't really know where to start and, she didn't go to Pat Flynn's keynote because she doesn't know who Pat Flynn is. She doesn't understand Pat Flynn's relevance in the online entrepreneurial space. So things like that. She is, she was in that, I don't know what I don't know phase. Whereas I feel like a lot of us are in the, I know what I don't know and how do I overcome that? But she was just in that very early, completely oblivious part of, of starting a business. Well, and you, you painted two really, really quality pictures there of being helped along by someone else and then turning around and helping you, you yourself turning and helping someone else. And I think that just really kind of encapsulates the, 
the vibe at TravelCon. It was people helping people and even folks who are quote unquote successful or experts, they don't know everything. And even someone who has 45,000 Instagram followers can turn to you, Megan, and say, I don't know how to build an email list and, and you can provide value and help. And I think that's just remarkable. And the, just the, the giving, the generosity that was in that, that room over the three days was, was inspiring and overwhelming a, a bit, but just so, so <laughs> cool. And really, really just, uh, just, just thrilled to be there. Can't wait to do it again. So let's, I'm gonna go through a couple points, things you brought up last time you touched today already on on email lists. And one of the things you said, this is a quote from you. I want to learn how to find the right people for my email list. Tell me where you are, where that stands today and what you learned, if anything, at TravelCon about email list building. Um, I definitely learned a little bit more about email list building. And I think one of the biggest things that helped me was just understanding you don't have to have those lead magnets. So many people say, oh, sign up, get people to sign up for your email list with a thing, give them something for free. And while I'm not against giving away free content, you know, it's, it's in my head. I'll talk to you about it. You get it for free. Like that's not a problem, but I think the, my, my audience doesn't need that stuff. They don't need a PDF download. And for those that do, I think it's wonderful, but that's not who I'm going after. So now I have to go And what I'm going to do based on a recommendation from Pat Flynn is I'm going to create a market map. And he has a couple different podcasts and it's in his Will It Fly book on how you can do that. So I'm going to create a market map and really find out where my ideal customer, my ideal client is going to be. You know, where do they, where do they seek out information online? What type of person, basically creating that avatar persona. Right. And going through that process. And then I can develop something, whether it is lead magnet or lead magnet or not, I can then develop something that's really highly targeted to the type of people I want to work with. And so how, where are you on that, that, that market map process today? I'm very, I've, I've got my Google spreadsheet created and that's about it. I have not gotten very far on that. So you touched on it, but like maybe just flesh it out a little bit more exactly what this market map is and what you will learn from it if done properly. Absolutely. So the market map, uh, again, I mentioned it's a Google, it's a Google spreadsheet. You can do it, you know, in Excel if you really want to, but it essentially has four columns and it's better. It's best explained by Pat Flynn, of course, because he is the one who I learned it from, but there are four columns and in those four columns, you identify the type of person So, you know, is it primarily men or women or, you know, some kind of demographic? Maybe it's both men and women, but they're in their 20s or they're in their 80s, whatever it might be. So some key demographic. And then are there competitors in your space doing exactly what you want to do? And how are they doing that? So then you can say, well, here's what already exists. How do I either differentiate myself or how do I do the thing, but do it that much better where I can become the best? Or in some cases, how do I create my own category, right? Like maybe this space is completely saturated, but what if I flip the script and created a brand new category that doesn't exist that I can then be the, the for, be at the forefront of? So there are four columns that outline all of those different things. And you go and you also, the, the last column is what are the websites these people visit? Who are they already following? And then you can start putting the pieces together of the similarities and the differences and honing in on those, Hey, that person with these four key areas is my ideal person. How do I get more of them? 
I hope that made sense. <laughs> it, it did. And I'm curious, I know you said you just got started, but I'm curious what you've learned so far about your, about your, about your audience and about just all the things that this, the market map is, is designed to teach you. Um, I have learned that there aren't a lot of people who travel with their retired parents. There aren't a lot of young adults out there traveling with other generations. And I think that's going to be really key for me going forward um, because that's what I have a lot of expertise in. I travel with my husband's parents and my parents and they don't want to travel with quote unquote the old people. So balancing those two generational styles of travel, I think that is is going to be my path forward. Yeah. Multi-generational travel is, is it, it's, it's growing. It's, it's becoming mm-hmm. more and more, uh, more and more of a thing. And the, the travel industry is responding by actually creating more, more trips and designing more tours and things of that nature around multi-generational travel. And if they're looking, if, certainly they'll be looking to, for trailblazers, people to be at the forefront of that converse, leading that conversation around multi-generational travel. And maybe there's a, I'm sure there's a spot for you at the table there. I certainly hope so. So many uh, different people focusing on the multi-generational travel start with traveling with young kids. And I think that's wonderful. But given that I don't particularly have experience in that area, I can help in a different way for people who, um, who don't have kids yet, or who are just, you know, starting out traveling, or maybe they just have a, you know, a group of friends who are a little bit older. I mean, one of my closest friends is almost 50 years old and we met through work and it's just, it just so happened that I'm, I really, you know, like him and his wife. And that's, that's a thing. People have friends from all different walks of life and all different generational backgrounds. And if there's currently little or no content that serves that particular style, then there's that, that nice blue ocean for you to go swim in Megan and, and create that content. Amen. That's the goal. So we wound up our last conversation on the topic of rebranding and the top, the conversation started because I asked you the question <laughs> uh, with three star traveler, your site is spelled out T H R E E star traveler.com. But we quickly learned that there's other variations on three star traveler that you do not own that actually are not just do you not own them, but they're other travel blogs using the same phonetic name, but different spelling. You are considering a rebrand based on that. Tell me where we're at. Um, so when we last spoke, I was considering a rebrand to a domain that I had already bought and I was really excited about. Then I went on a trip and I thought about it really deeply and I didn't want to do that. So I still want to rebrand. I've got a new domain name that I purchased just in case because I, you know, I just compulsively buy domain names. Some people collect knickknacks and I collect domain names apparently. Um, but I went ahead and bought that and I've been really weighing my options and considering the, all the impacts of, of rebranding, moving to a different domain. And right now I'm leaning towards doing it at the end of the year and making 2019 a brand new year for no longer having three star traveler, but venturing into this new area, which is, um, despite the, the talk around the online business world and at TravelCon on niching down and really finding that really tiny thing that you can focus on and be the best at. This is a really broad domain, but I, I think it's actually going to work really well for me. Well, it's, it's the content that matters. I mean, there's a, it's only so narrow you can go with, with the, with the domain, excuse me, with the domain. So True. The, the content, the content's going to rule for you. Just, you made me think of a, a funny a funny story. I listened to a podcast. Uh, the host's name is Peter Shankman. He's kind of a, he's a, 
fairly high profile marketing expert, but he, he said, some people, some people drink and dial. I drink and domain buy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I need to listen to that. That's I'm, me. I'm <laughs> curious. I'm curious what your, how big your library of, of domain names is. Oh my gosh. It's, um, I mean, for someone who only has the one website and the one online business, I probably have over a hundred domain names. Well, there someday, some days you're going to, you're going to cash in on those. I'm sure. I hope so. Maybe a little side hustle there. Just snap up these domain names and wait for people to give me a couple grand for them. There you go. Well, Megan, so you're going to, we're going to see you. We're going to see you next, next June in Boston. We already definitely. So yeah, the next travel con is coming up next June 27th to the 29th. I believe those are the dates. They changed them on us once already, but regardless, end of June, Boston, the next travel con, it was killer. All right, we've been talking to Megan Vick from Three Star Traveler, at least for now. She's at Three Star Traveler. I'm going to spell that out for you one more time. That's T-H-R-E-E, startraveler.com. Megan Vick, thanks so much for taking the time once again on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Thanks, Aaron. If you create travel content, then you know how important it is to truly connect with your audience. And podcasting is simply a phenomenal way to create those intimate connections. Podcasting lets you use the power of your voice to share your message, change people's lives, all while expanding your influence and growing your business. My friend, podcasting is a huge part of my dream life, and I want to help make it part of yours too. So if you're ready to start using the power of your voice, take that first step by going to dramaticpodcasting.com. And there you're going to find everything you need to start your podcasting journey from how to create and launch your podcast to how to grow your audience and start making money. It's all there, my friend. It's at dramaticpodcasting.com.